0: take your seats. Thank you Richard and Margaret and Lauren and Gary and Stephen and Ruth. Lord bless you all. Turn with me to the Psalms please. Psalm 30. Blessed be his name. Psalm 30 please. And we'll just lift out a verse for we have touched on many of these other verses. Verse 5. Listen to what the psalmist said. David, the king of Israel. For his anger endureth but for a moment, but a moment. In his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Let's pray. Father, we ask you now to, Lord, touch every heart, every life every person father we ask you in jesus name that you would speak deep into our beings lord for those who are entering lord a time of trial or a time of night we ask you lord to enable them lord to see your nearness see you close beside them we ask you lord for those who are going through a trying time and are in the night Give them hope for the morning's joy. and We ask you for those who have come and realized that faith looks to the morning's joy and they see your son as the bright and morning star shining in their life and they've come out of a trial or a, a testing time. We ask you, Lord, to give them a voice of praise and give them a heart of worship. Lord, we worship you. We thank you, Father, for your faithfulness in this house. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you've come and you've come to take a dealing with men and women. You've come to strengthen us. You've come to speak to us. And you're here, faithful as always, in spite of us and not because of us. Oh, your grace still amazes us. So, Father, we pray that this night be over. Lord, if there's one here that knows not the Lord Jesus as their own and personal Savior and have never come to saving faith in him, we pray, Lord, this night be over. They leave this house. They will leave to go home, born of the Spirit, washed in the blood. Lord, we love you. And we're unashamed to tell you, we love you, Lord. So now, Lord, take us and shut this congregation in with thine own self. And glorify the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We ask it for he alone is worthy. Amen. For his anger endureth but a moment. and his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night. But joy cometh in the morning. Now here is a verse... With promise. Here is a verse with a proclamation. Here is a verse of praise. Here is a verse of prophetic utterance. And here is a verse with a powerful presentation. To every one of us. Weeping may endure for a night. But joy cometh in the morning. A verse of promise. In other words for those of us. Who are in a valley. For those of us who are going through a hard time, a dark time, the night time experience. There is a promise to every one of us that we need to hold on to, whether we are going into, going through, or just come out. We need to hold on to the promise of Almighty God that weeping may endure for a night. Notice, may endure. It may be short to some people, it may be longer to others. It is for a season, for a period, and for a time. But weeping may endure for a night. Here is your promise from Almighty God, but joy cometh in the morning. You need to hold on to that if you're going through a tough and terrible time. Joy is coming. Joy is just around the corner. Joy is just an hour or a moment or a minute away. Joy is about to break through when the first burst of sunrise comes across the earth. Such is our Lord Jesus Christ, the day star, the bright and the morning star shining into our hearts and into our lives and into our circumstances and situations. Joy is coming your way. Hold on to the promise of God and put your faith and trust in him. Secondly it is a proclamation. It proclaims a great announcement. It proclaims something to you and to me. To every single one of us. That we would lay hold upon it for our own selves. In other words the gospel is preached to every man. But those whom God is calling will answer the call of God. Those whom God is calling Will answer the call of God. It is a great proclamation. Your weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. There's people with addiction problems, whether it's drink and drugs or whatever their addiction is, cannot break free. They're depressed and they're dying, they're suicidal with it, and they're in a great nighttime experience. The burden of their sin is heavy upon them. Here is the word of the Lord to those whom God is calling and to those whom God is drawing and to those whom God is speaking to tonight. He says, your weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Joy comes when a man and a woman who are being dealt with by the Holy Ghost, hearing the word of God, call upon the name of the Lord and they are saved. Joy comes to that soul. Joy comes to that heart. Joy comes to that home. Joy comes to that marriage. Joy comes to that society. And for the nation that calls upon the Lord, joy will come to the nation when they bow the knee at the foot of the old rugged cross. If God is calling you this evening, then answer the call and joy will come to your heart. Here is another. This is a verse with a tone of praise. It's a a praise and worship. It's a praise and worship verse or portion of scripture from a man who's been through much. David who was on the run from Saul. David who was on the run from Absalom, his own son. David who was hiding in the dens and the caves of the mountains in Adullam and many more places like it. David sees God who has kept him during the night watches and during the trials of his life and David comes out the other end praising God for his goodness and for his grace. Now you need to praise this evening, brother. You need to praise this evening, sister. You need to praise God in your depths of your heart right from the deep innermost regions and recesses of your soul for God has brought us through many dangers, toils and snares and his grace has always been upon our lives to secure us in him and so here it is weeping may endure for a night David Christ but I have experienced it he said joy comes in the morning because Yahweh Jehovah Jesus is my God. Now Jesus is your God, you'll do well. And if Jesus is your God and your Savior, then joy will come and you're only passing through that experience. This also is a verse with a prophetic utterance. This is a verse of a prophetic utterance. God speaks to the heart. God speaks to my life and into my life and into my mind and into my being and into my heart and into yours. And God infuses his word into us and he says, listen son, listen daughter, listen to me. He says, there is a time of weeping. There's a time of night, a time of darkness. There's a time coming and no matter what he says you go through, no matter what you face, no matter the trial, no matter the situation, no matter the circumstance that weeping may endure for a night, trust me, joy is coming in the morning. Now that verse in our heart is prophetic for those who are not there yet. God has promised to bless you. God has promised to bring you through, to bring you out. God says, my favor is upon my people. They're not staying in the valley. They're not staying through that. They're coming through that area and out the other side. Joy is coming in the morning. Joy is coming to your life. Joy is coming to your heart. Breakthrough in prayer will happen when you and I keep trusting in the word of God, laying claim to the word of God, holding on to Christ our Savior, and we will find joy comes in the morning. Now we should have got a big amen out of that. Here we have a powerful presentation. A powerful presentation. In other words it is preached and he says I am not afraid, I am not afraid to tell you off my Lord for the one who brought David out is the one who will bring you out and the one who strengthened David in it is the one who strengthened you in it. And the one who blessed David going through it is the one who will bless you going through it. And the one who speaks to David in the night watches and keeps David in the night watches and strengthens David in the night watches when David feels all alone and nowhere to go, nowhere to turn to, he says, look unto me, he says, and be ye saved all ye ends of the earth. For I am the Lord and there is none else. David said, that God is my God. And here it is, I am unashamed and unafraid To preach the word and say he has done it for me. He can do it for you. This is a great proclamation and a powerful presentation to every single one of us tonight. Weeping may endure for a night but joy cometh in the morning. Joy is coming. Joy is coming. Oh I'm so down. I'm so dreary. I'm so weary. I'm so tired. I'm so sick. I don't feel I can go on anymore. I'm so addicted. Oh, this is torturing me. This is blinding me. I don't know what way to turn to. Turn. I don't know what to do. I don't know who to speak to anymore. I feel I'm helpless and hopeless. And there's nothing left for me in life. And that is the way many, many, many hearts feel. But I want to tell you, when you come to Christ, the weeping may endure for a night. But joy comes in the morning when a man and a woman call upon the name of the Lord and they are saved. The word morning here so simple. We all know what the morning is. It's the Hebrew word bokhar. And it simply means the break of day or the end of the night. The break of day or the end of the night. You see, where we are here in little northern Ireland, it's evening time. We're looking to go into the night. And some of us are sitting here and we think we're okay the way we are, we don't need to see it, but we never know what nighttime experience that looms ahead of us within the next moment or minute or hour or day or week or month or year. And we think we're okay the way we are. You see, we're getting into the evening here in Little Northern Ireland. But if you were to go to the Middle East or a few hours ahead of us as pitch black, they are in the nighttime experience now. And if you go to Australia, where our friends are from, then you'll find they're looking forward to the morning coming at this time. Maybe you are at one of those places and points. I don't know, only God knows. And only God knows where you are. And only you and God knows what you're going through. And only you and God knows the happenings in your life. But I can tell you something. If you put your faith and your whole trust in him. Weeping may endure for a night. But joy comes in the morning. As true and as sure as the earth is turning and spinning on its axis. As it's going around the sun in orbit. So the sun will shine again. So the sun will rise again. And as sure as that so the S-O-N. The Lord Jesus Christ the Son of God. Will shine in your life. If you trust in him with all your heart. I want to bring you through a couple of things. This morning this book her the name break of day or end of night. It means the coming of sunrise Or the beginning of day. But listen what it also means. Bright joy after a night of distress. Bright joy after a night of distress. I'll say it again. Bright joy after a night of distress. And maybe that's your night... Maybe that's what you're going through. There's men and women and they are in turmoils and in temptations and in trials and they're in a nighttime experience and they are looking for the bright joy. They cannot see the light at the end of the tunnel. All around them is darkness. We'll I have something to tell you. God says, hold on to my word, trust in me and I will bring it to pass that joy is coming in the morning and joy is coming to your life. Joy is coming. I want to bring you through a couple of morning experiences in the Bible. And stay with me while we look at these. Exodus chapter 12. In Exodus chapter 12 we have the Israelites or ancient Israel are coming out of Egypt by the mighty hand of God. And God uses such a simple thing for salvation. Such a simple thing for deliverance. Such a simple thing to bring it all to pass. Does he send in a mighty army? Does he send in 10,000 chariots of iron and steel, horsemen and soldiers to take out his elect people? Does he send in great warriors and men with fierce and battle? Does he send in great plagues? Yes, but not the soldiers. He used the things of the earth and the elements of the earth, but he didn't take great nations and chariots and warriors. And the great things of the earth still never released his people. Think about this. He sends the plagues to Egypt and they still weren't set free. Doesn't it show you that there's nothing in this earth can set a man and a woman free? Doesn't it show you that no matter how powerful a thing is on planet earth, an earthly experience cannot set a man and a woman free? What does he use? Something so simple Take a lamb, he says, and take its blood and put it on the door posts and the door lintels of the house, he says. He says, For this night I am passing through Egypt. Passing through in judgment, passing through in wrath. He says, No, he says, Listen, Moses, you tell every single Israelite to take the blood upon the doorpost and upon the door lintels. He says, When I'm passing through in judgment, when I'm passing through in wrath, he says, When I see the blood, nothing else but the blood, when I see the blood, he says, I will pass over you. It's the blood that God recognizes. It's the blood that waves like a token, like a flag toward God. It's the blood of the Lamb, such a simple thing that God had ordained for his people to be released by. Now notice this. They put the, door, they put the blood on the doorposts and on the door lintels of their homes and their death angel, God, comes through Egypt slaying all the firstborn of Egypt, slaying all the firstborn of the animals, and all of their cattle and so on. Notice what it says here in Exodus chapter 12. Let your eye run down to verse 21. Then Moses called for all the elders of Israel and said unto them, Draw out and take you a lamb according to your families, and kill the passover. And ye shall take a bunch of hyssop, and dip it in, in the blood that is in the basin and strike the lintel and the two side posts with the blood that is in the basin. Notice this now, very carefully notice this. And none of you shall go out at the door of his house until the morning. Notice it. He says, and none of you shall go out at the door of his house until the morning. The death angel comes through and right throughout the land of Egypt, as the firstborn are being slain. There's weeping and there's wailing and there's howling and there's justice and there's judgment and there's wrath all around them. But when God saw the blood, he passed over. There was no wrath. There was only the covering of the blood of the lamb. Now listen, the Lord says, Moses, tell them they're not to go out of the house. They're not to leave their door until the morning comes. Why? Because wouldn't you think, someone outside needs my help, but they couldn't help them. Someone else outside needs me to go and lift them, but they couldn't lift them. Someone outside needs me to go and minister to them. But they couldn't minister to them. For that which God has cursed no man can bless. And that which God has blessed no man can curse. And it was the blood of the lamb that they were under. He says now you're going to hear weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. You're going to hear crying and mother's crying when their children are gone. He says but whenever you stay under the blood you'll be safe. It's under the blood brothers and sisters. It's under the blood. He says, now don't go out until the morning. What happens in the morning? In the morning time, Israel were set free. In the morning time, the slavery, the yoke, the bondage was all broken off the people. And the people walked out of Egypt. The people walked out free. The people walked out liberated. The people walked out in the name of the Lord to praise him and to worship him. For joy came in the morning when they walked out free from slavery. You see, that's what happens when a man and woman comes to Christ. And they're under the blood. You're liberated. You're set free. The chains are broken. The fetters are torn. Everything becomes nothing but dung to the man and the woman because they leave it behind and focus on Christ and he becomes their right. life. Are you free tonight? Are you free? Stay under the blood, they were told. You'll hear weeping enduring for a night. But joy comes in the morning. Joy comes in the morning. Here's another one for you. They're set free and off they go. And then oh Pharaoh, he changes his mind. And as he changes his mind, he gathers up his army, starts chasing after Israel. And Israel come up to the Red Sea and there's the sea in front of them. And they turn around, there's a mighty host of an Egyptian army behind them with their chariots and with their horses. And this time, they're coming up behind Israel. The sea's at the front. They have nowhere to turn, nowhere to run, no escape, no salvation. They don't know what to do. And listen to what happens. Moses is told, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. And he raises his staff, his hand, above the the waters. And the waters, we know the Red Sea, opens up. So Israel, by ranks of five, now think of this. Think of this. There's almost, a, they reckon almost three million people. Three million. You're thinking of them coming with their carts and with their with their kettle and anything they could bring and the, 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 the loot that they bring out of Egypt and all the gold and they're trying to carry this. And Moses says, you know what to do? Walk between these two great walls of water. It'll be okay. Now it takes faith to step out in that. Think about it. Would you do it? Would you go up to the water's edge and you see the the two big sides opening up and you could see right across the, the very seabed and the seabed drying up with the breath of God as he blows with his winds upon it. Could you walk out upon that? Would you have the faith to step out? I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would. But it came to a place, a point in the time, where it was do or die. Die by the Egyptian hand or trust God. And here's the thing, friends, sometimes it's die by the hand of the devil or trust God and step out in faith for him. They come. They start walking through the midst. Now listen, ranks of five. Five abreast, three million people, double the size of the population of the whole of Northern Ireland. Think about it. Think about it. How long did it take for that proof? That, that, that the procession to go through that putting everything and the children and men and the women and they're carrying them on their shoulders and they had them under their arms and on their carts and, and i trying to get them along and all of the cattle and in the meantime there's a great big mighty wall of water on one side and a great big mighty wall of water on the other side and here are the Israelites trusting God the whole way through the night how do you know it was through the night listen to this Exodus 14 verse 27 says, And Moses stretched forth his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to his strength when the morning appeared. When they're out the other side, can you imagine their fear? Can you imagine their worry? Can you imagine them shaking inside and saying, Okay, Lord, we're trusting you, step one we're trusting you step two, we're trusting you Lord step three, step four, step five and they're already in the midst of that sea walking across that sea and every step that they took they were having to trust God for his word, to trust God for his salvation, to trust God that he would keep them and they walked one step, two step right across until they made it right through to the other side and when every single elect Israelite of God who had come under the blood was on the other side of the water, Moses stretched forth his hand when the morning came up when the morning appeared Moses said joy comes in the morning we have made it and the sea came back to its strength and drowned the enemy oh what a sight I think the sea splitting and opening up like that to me would be enough to scare the life out of me I'm just being honest I don't think I could do it I think sometimes an Egyptian spear would have been easier for me Joy comes in the morning. What step are you taking? Come on. Think about it. On your walk with God and you're trusting in him, you listen, if God tells you he'll do it, he'll do it. And if God says it, he means it, and that settles it. Now, here's the thing. There are people start feeling... And start falling. And people start getting fearful in their hearts. When God has not given us a spirit of fear. But of power and of love and of a sound mind. And God has infused in his children. His own Holy Spirit. To keep every one of us in his way. And given us his most precious word. That we would walk according to it. So can you imagine. The Lord says stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. And they start stepping out. All night. Oh Lord this is fearful. Oh Lord, I'm not sure about this. Lord, I feel my flesh. I feel my carnality. I feel my weakness, Lord. And I don't really know if this is the right thing to be doing. But I'm trusting in you, Lord. And I know it's all of you. And I know you're going to get me through. And I know you're going to bring me out to the other side. And he did and he will. He did and he will. You know, those who have come through with God. Many... As the hymn writer said, dangers, toils and snares I have already come. Tis grace has brought me safe this far and grace will lead me home. And those of us who have come through many, many trials trusting in nothing but the bare word of God will tell you tonight they can say amen and amen with a conviction of heart that he through it all was there. You might not see it at times. You might not feel it at times. You might not experience it at times. You might not understand it at times. But I can tell you from the authority of his word, he is there. He is in your darkest of night. He is in the deepest valley. He is at the bottom of the ocean. If you were to go there, if I make my bed in hell, behold, Thou art there. David said, if you take the wings of the morning and try to get away from him, he is there. He says, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. So, here we have faith looks to the morning's joy. Their faith was looking, trusting that God was in control. Here's another one, Exodus 16. Exodus 16, they're now on the other side and they're needing fed, they're needing watered. Think about it, we always think of a wee group of people that's all track over to the other side. Almost double. Almost double the population of Northern Ireland. And their animals all need water fed. Where are we going to get food Lord in the desert? Where are we going to get food in this wilderness? Where will we get water to drink? Notice what it says in Exodus 16 and verse 8. Moses says unto them. This shall be. When the Lord shall give you in the evening, notice when flesh to eat. The quail came and they caught the quail and they ate the little quail for flesh to eat. Notice and in the morning, bread to the food. Isn't that lovely? And in the morning. Listen, See tonight you're going to eat well. God's going to feed you with flesh tonight. And whenever you eat that and you go to bed and you're going to lie down and you're going to sleep. God is going to work another miracle. What's God going to do? Well, we're going to get up in the morning and that's it, we've nothing to eat. He says, no, God's going to give you bread to the food in the morning. Can you imagine that night? I wonder, will it really happen? I wonder, will God really perform his word? I wonder, will God really bring it to pass? I wonder, will God really, truly, honestly do it? Staring up the ceiling Waiting, watching and wondering, can't sleep. What about my family? What about my loved ones? What about my children? Oh, what am I going to do about this bill? And what am I going to do about this? I have no money for coal or electric or whatever. What am I going to do about paying the rent? And what am I going to do about my loved one who's sick? And what am I going to do about this, that and the other? And can you see these ones all night? They're fat and they're full. But what happens when we're empty? What happens during the night? Weeping endures for the night. You see, the night watches as those watches that torment us, and the devil speaks to our ears, and the devil speaks to our minds, and the devil speaks to our hearts. And he says, "You're no good, and you're worthless, and you're nothing, and you're going to die, and God's going to give you a big disease, and you're going to not make it, and you're not pay your bills." The devil is a liar, and God is true. God said in the morning you will have bread to the full. And God says it, God means it, and God did it. He brought the manna in the morning when they were sleeping. God was at work and he was working. Hallelujah. God is in your tomorrow and God is working on your behalf. He is for you and not against you. And since God be for us, who then can be against us? So... They go to bed that night. They had to trust God that during the night, He was the same God who they brought, who brought them through the sea. He's the same God who closed the waters. He's the same God who done the things in the past. And since he is the same and he changes not, God said I'll bring you flesh and he brought them flesh to eat. And then God says go to sleep and rest in peace. And then when you wake up in the morning, I'll have a wee surprise for you. (laughs) I'm working on your behalf son. I'm working on your behalf daughter. Trust me in the hard times. And I will bless you with many good times. Notice this. Notice this. And in the morning bread to the food, For that the Lord heareth your memories. Thank God he hears everything. <laughs> they had to trust God that during the night he was the same. He was still God. He was still in control. He was still on the throne. He was still sovereign over all things. And he was going before them and making provision for them. He was working for their good. He was moving on their behalf. And while they slept, God was preparing angels' food. God was baking while they were sleeping. I wonder what God's cooking up for me for tomorrow. I wonder what God's going to cook up for me for this evening. And when I go to bed, I wonder what blessings coming my way when I get up tomorrow morning. What blessings come in your way? And when you come through the circumstance, the situation, the testing and the trial, just say, Lord, this weeping, oh, I'm going through a terrible time, but this weeping may endure for this night, but your joy is coming in the morning. There's breakthrough coming in the name of Jesus. There's breakthrough coming. Getting all excited again. Notice this. He was preparing angels' foods while they were sleeping. He was diligent through the night watches, making divine bread and sending it fresh from the ovens of heaven for them getting up. God's making divine bread for you. God has sent his divine bread for you. And already for those of us who are in Christ. We have eaten. We have tasted. We have partaken of the divine bread. The bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven. And giveth life unto the world Jesus said. And when Christ is in us. We are eating of the divine bread. And all that is in him. God has promised to us. think that a little strange but jesus said these words in john 6 and 35 i am the bread of life he that cometh to me shall never hunger and he that believeth in me shall never thirst listen to what he said in john 6 and 51 i am the living bread (laughs) this bread never goes stale he never grows stale he never grows weary he shall not fail nor be discouraged said the prophet and oh, this bread that came down from heaven. He is the living bread of God to our souls tonight. Coming through that experience, there's a blessing on the other side. Joy is coming in the morning. <sighs> Let me get a drink. Everybody still there, okay, yeah? Everybody with me, All right. <laughs> I don't want to get my glasses back on because I thought you weren't. I couldn't see it. Praise his holy name. I better round this up. of a couple of points and I'll round it up. Jesus says, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. Can I ask you something, friend? Are you eating of the living bread? I'm not talking about a papal mass now. I'm talking about the living bread of Christ. I'm talking about the living bread. In my heart, feasting at his table, he anointeth my head with oil, and my cup runneth over. You see, he prepares that table before us in the presence of our enemies. And we eat of the living bread of Christ. In Psalm 130 and verse 6, listen to what it says. My soul waiteth for the Lord more than they that watch for the morning. I say more than they that watch for the morning. (laughs) Here's the thing. Who is he talking about? Who watches for the morning? Well, the double mention here, more than they that watch them for the morning, more I say than they that watch for the morning. The double mention means there's something in this you need to look at. Let's look at it for a moment. It shows the earnestness, the eagerness, the excited elation on the entrenched feminine and constant disposition of David's mind toward God. In other words, David's whole being, his heart, his mind, his soul, his body, everything of David is fixed and focused, looking toward, yearning for and desiring his God. He says, Lord, my soul is watching for you more than they that wait for the morning. Who are they that wait for the morning? Well, one, the watchmen of the city who stood on the city walls, they had an important job as they looked over the city walls. There was no great spotlights. There was no streetlights. There was no one warning of enemy attack, just a torchlight. And they looked out into the darkness of night. And they had a special job to do where they had to really make sure that their city was not attacked and overrun during the night. And they were nervous. Oh, I wish morning would come just to let me see a little bit farther. I wish morning would come and let me see the enemy coming. I wish morning would come because if somebody comes, we'll not see them. What are we going to do? How will we let the people know in time? And they were nervous every single night. Do you ever have a night like that? Oh, I wish morning would come. I wish morning would come because my mind's going round and round in circles here thinking of what's happening. Oh, I wish morning would come because everybody else seems to be there sleeping and I'm the only one in the whole of planet earth that's still awake. You ever get that? And everything's good through your mind, and you're yearning, and you're watching and you're waiting for the night. There is weeping in that night. And see the first spot that chink, that first glimmer across when the sun rises, and just beams that star across the very earth. That is called the morning star. <laughs> And oh friend, when you first see Christ, when you first see our Lord Jesus in the fullness of God, when you see him as the lamb that takes away your sin, when you see him bleeding and dying and hanging in agony for you, and you see him and he comes into your heart and into your life, you will get that first glimmer. The day that shines in the darkness and you'll be glad that you've chosen and called on the Lord. Jesus is all together lovely. Thou knowest not what thy misses. Now when I say chosen, he chose you, I'm saying you say yes. Just so somebody doesn't tackle me in that. Here's the thing. Secondly, those who watched for the morning were those who nursed the sick. Those who nursed the sick and those who were sick. If the morning came, we would not be sitting by little lamp light burning, just glowing in the corner. We could see if there's any rush or any spots or any leprosy, we could see everything that's going on. Uh, we, we we feel better when the morning comes, and they wait and they watch for the morning. And oh, I wish morning would come. I wish morning, the physician could come round. And if the physician came round, he'd maybe help us and be able to look. But he can't really see in the dark. They give us a diagnosis, and and they're tired and they're weary for the night time, as long and weeping as enduring for a night. And then the morning comes. I feel the healing power of the morning. I have something to tell you. See, when you're in a place of agony and you're in a place of sickness, see, when the morning comes, everything seems a little different, doesn't it? Everything seems a little better. But do you see when the morning comes and the great physician walks in the door? And the great physician steps up to you like, little, like the little damsel that had died and takes you by the hand and says, Talitha little lamb arise. And you feel the healing power of God in your very mortal members and your pain. Boy, joy comes in the morning. Will you just give me another five minutes? Is that Okay. The priests, the Levites, who waited for the morning sacrifice, three hours of sunlight, they prepared to sacrifice the animal every morning. About six in the morning our time. And from six in the morning, they were looking all night. We can't prepare until the morning. We want to worship. We want the praise. We want the sacrifice on the Yahweh. But we cannot do it until the morning comes. And all night they get the utensils ready and they're getting their garb and their dress ready. And then when the morning comes they start to prepare everything, put on their garments, they start to get ready and they're rejoicing on at nine o'clock our time in the morning. The sacrifice is spent. And then the second one is slaying at three o 'clock in the afternoon, oh friend, but let me tell you something: The Lord Jesus Christ was hung on calvary 's cross at our time at nine o 'clock in the morning, and he gave up the ghost at our time at three o 'clock in the morning. That is the morning and the evening sacrifice is found in the cross of Calvary. The full atonement. Oh, the joy that comes in the morning is when you and I are ready to serve, to worship and to praise the Lord Jesus Christ but do you want to more than others that watch for the morning do you want to John chapter 21 the disciples were in a boat I won't go long tonight but just forgive me I want to get this over disciples were in a boat The risen Lord had said he'd meet them at Galilee and they all get in the boat and they they go out fishing knowing what they'd done best. They, They backslide as it were and they're out to the things that they thought they knew best and that's what happens. Backsliders think they'll go to what they know best and they find out that their life that they left isn't the same when they go back. They're throwing out the nets and they're rowing the boat and they're up and down all night and they're sweating and the sweat's sliding off them. They're, they're feeling the chill of the air. And that night, we're told, in John chapter 21 and verse 3 says, And that night they caught nothing. Notice that night they caught nothing. But. When the morning was now come, they were dejected. They were down. Even that which they knew to do best, they couldn't do it. It it was fruitless for them. It was hopeless for them. And they felt even the things that we thought we were good at, we can't even do it anymore. And it says that night they caught nothing. But when the morning was now come, Jesus stood on the shore. In other words, when the morning came, joy came in the morning. Joy came when Christ stood on the shore. I trust Christ is standing at the shore of your heart tonight. And you'll hear his voice shouting unto you, Children of Yenny meat. And you'll give yourself to Him and trust in Him. This word joy means to shout and to sing for joy and for joy. To shout and sing for gladness and to shout and sing with a triumph. For example, Psalm 118 and verse 15. The voice of rejoicing and salvation is in the tabernacles of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord doeth valiantly. That word rejoicing is the same word rena for joy in the morning. Psalm 47 verse 1. O clap your hands all ye people. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. That word triumph is the same. And here is my closing verse. Zechariah 3 and verse 17. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save. He will rejoice. Over thee with joy. He will rest in his love he will joy over thee with singing. Your God sings over you. And every sinner that repents, there's joy among the angels in heaven. Here we're told, he will rest in his love. See the word rest here, you know what it means? to rest in his love to plough isn't that strange as though you'd plough a field to engrave to cut into how does he rest in something ploughed let me tell you in prophetic terms this speaks of the coming of Christ Psalm 129 excuse me and verse 3 Says the pliers plied my back. They made straight their furrows. In other words, the plowed wounds of Christ is the atonement of Calvary's tree. The plied wounds of Christ, it is that the blood of Jesus, the blood of the Lamb, it is only in the plowed wounds of Christ. That the Father will rest in, for He is His love. And when you're in Him, He loves you the same. Does that make sense? Faith looks to the morning's joy. David, Israel, Moses, you and I, by faith must look to our morning's joy. The Lord Jesus Christ is the morning's joy to the heart of every redeemed saint. He is the morning's joy to a lost and dying world. He is the morning's joy to the afflicted, the broken, the weary, the mournful, the downcast, the sick, the distressed, the lonely, the hopeless... He's a morning's joy to every single aching heart that yearns for him and calls for him. He is the first light of the morning after the darkest of nights. He is the beams of the bright sunrise that shines across every withered soul. He is the illumination of every spirit that sits in the shadows of fear. He is the joy of the morning, the morning's joy. Faith looks to the morning's joy. Keep your mind, your eyes on Christ. Finished. Bless his name. That was long. Thank you for your attention. Can I ask you something? Did anybody get anything out of it? Did you get help from it? And is that what matters? Joy's coming in the morning. Hold on, brother. Hold on, sister. The joy's coming. Hold on to the word of God. Gary, let's go home and sing.